wasteful with money. I just don't always know where it goes. How about the other th- personality things in there? Did that sound, some of it sound familiar or no? You are sweet as can be. Don't even play. No, yes, you are. I don't know. I, you don't think she's a sweet person? Oh, I do. I'm I know. I'm shaking see, my I head. Don't, I don't. I've yeah. seen myself. I, I, I would have never asked you out on a date if you weren't a sweet person. It, it is interesting that you see you don't see yourself that way, but others do. So it's just something to note, you know. Um, by the way, Linda. Everyone says, "Oh my God, she's so fun. We just love Linda. She's always so happy." Linda started coming to yoga because of depression. Well, and I think, and it's, I mean, that's just her. And she just doesn't think she's fun. I think I've seen myself differently. Again, I think yes. a lot of it has to do with the way I was raised. I know. Because but, I, I was raised in a very, um, I mean, you know, I knew I was loved, but we didn't express But feelings. do we need so to hold think, on to that? <laughs> no. And, and so part of that is that kapha of holding on to it. And like, there's. There's like positive and negative things to it, so like mm-hmm. there like doesn't need to be any shame about it, cause like you can remember when you're three years old. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's other things that you know you can loosen up on too. Mm-hmm. Um, so the flavors that keep kapha balanced are bitter, astringent, and pungent. <laughs> so like the tea that we drink at the beginning, that hibiscus is really good for kapha. And then flavors that aggravate kapha are sweet, salty, and oily. Oh so, my god, that's so fun. What's funny about it? That's all my mom eats. Sweet mm-hmm. salt oil. Craves it. All, all the time. Mm-hmm. Ice cream. Ice cream. And, and what's funny about it is my preferred flavor of ice cream, if I'm going to go get ice cream today, it's going to be Everything Buffa by Ben & Jerry's because it has um, everything toffee, which has a little salty. Mm-hmm. It's got Reese's Cups, you know. You're not going by the store on the way home. It's no, not, I, mean, I got my sweet. It's not just sugar. I mean, it's not just sweet. It's got a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't have the sour necessarily, mm-hmm. but it has the Has salty. a salty in there. Yeah. But if you think about it, some of the, the chocolate in that is kind of sour. You know, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it, the, the milk chocolate and the ice cream is a little sour compared to everything mm-hmm. else, though, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. That's why I don't like chunks of Reese's Cups in mine, because it's almost too much. Mm. But yeah, I sweets are mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have been craving battle right stuff. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I crave ice cream lately. Like really? I'm trying to cool my cool your pita. Pita down. You yeah, know, but it's because I'm going so hard right now. Yeah, I that's in the fridge, yeah. In the refrigerator, knowing I didn't have anything sweet in my freezer at all, I stared looking. I, I hope. It, I hope it will appear. <laughs> I mean, I I would I would characterize myself as a sugar addict because mm-hmm. <laughs> I will go out of my way to get it and mm-hmm. I will go to different stores if I think that somebody's going to notice. She was here yesterday buying Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, mm. But I will not. We've talked about this. I won't dig in the trash to get things out. I have <laughs> never gotten to that level. But, mm-hmm. I had someone um, that I did. I will, with. yeah. Mm-hmm. George Costanza pulling up so, yeah. She had to put it in with her Sugar's cat battle. so she wouldn't pull it back out of the trash. Oh, wow. She made a, a, a cake or something, or I don't even remember. I think it was my granola bars that she made. And instead of eating one bar a day for energy, she would eat the whole tray. Yeah. So halfway through the tray, she threw it away. Well, she pulled it out and continued to eat more. So she had to go put it in the cat litter box so that she wouldn't pull it back out of the trash can again. Mm. I'm like, that's some nasty shit. I'm sorry. Once it hits that trash bag, right? the chemicals in that, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I hate telling you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so 
sorry, go ahead. No, it's fine. We get all subject to um, that's part of, that's part of like, that's part of discussing like what the doshas are though. So it's helpful. Um, so I think the person I know that is like the most emulates the most kapha is this. So it was this boy I dated in high school, his mom, her name was Lori Hopper. She has no idea I'm talking about her right now, <laughs> I know. but she was just, um, this like motherly figure where she was like, she just like wrap you in these hugs where you almost feel like you become part of her when she gives you this hug. And before she left the house, she always had to kiss her husband goodbye. Like she's like, hey, got my keys, got my purse, I need my kiss. And she'd like go find him, give him a kiss. And like she was very like heavily affected by her kids making poor choices. So she had that deep attachment, which will make you feel like, oh my gosh, I feel so connected and loved by this person. But then that also means that she's getting some, um, I don't know, she's getting some, like, downside to that, if that makes sense. Like, her, her daughter had, um, I mean, her daughter was, during high school, was, like, on point, like, mm-hmm. did all the right things, and then she became a heroin addict after. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty extreme. Yeah. And she, um, she was in the court system for a while and she um definitely that would affect a mother of course but Lori it was very apparent that it was like a very deep um had a very deep effect on her um so and she was just like the lovingest person ever and that's that kapha like Mm -hmm. loving forgiving awesome and then the like Exactly. Yes. I mean, I had to, when you describe that, I mean, like when I was married, I mean, not one day that I was married did we not kiss each other bye or kiss each other hello when Mm -hmm. we came home. I mean, not one day. Mm -hmm. And even, honestly, even after, because we lived together for like seven months after our divorce was final while I could wrap things up and move back, even after then, we would... Really? We'd hug each other. Yeah. We may not kiss each other, but we would hug. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Because we just had, because we were friends first, and we just had, kind of weird for me to say, that much respect for each other. Well, because he, he wasn't very respectful, obviously, <laughs> given what he did, but still, we had that kind of relationship. So, I mean, I guess there is that side of me mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't see, and, mm-hmm. and it's because I don't let a lot of people see that side of right. me. So, yeah, I do have that side. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, and then the attachment, when you describe that, mm-hmm. I do, um, I guess, um, and that's a different kind of empath, mm-hmm. I guess, where you feel things deeply yeah. that other people go through. And, yeah, I do, you know... Um, struggle with that sometimes too and not and not even necessarily always people I know yeah um you know I can hear a story about someone that I don't even know and I want to know everything about it Mm -hmm. I want to know who that person was who was their family you know and it's weird Mm -hmm. it's like I don't even know that person why would I even care really yeah but I want to know you know and then, I mean, I'll even find myself really upset about it. And it's like, okay, why did I take that on? Mm-hmm. But yet, that's just me. Mm-hmm. You know? So, 
I guess I do have, yeah. It is there, <laughs> when right? When you describe it mm -hmm. in that way, I can see, I do see the qualities mm -hmm. in that sense. So. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Um, so how to build balance, vada, uh, how to balance kapha. So we'll talk, we'll use depression as an example because depression is uh, a kapha issue. Um, so, and I feel like it's becoming more like, it's pretty, I don't know, I feel like now it's pretty mainstream of like how to deal with mm -hmm. depression. So if you imagine someone that was really depressed um, and what sorts of things do you think they should do? What would be the conventional wisdom that you'd give to them? Get outside. Get outside. Yeah. Do something. Get away from what might be causing you pain. Mm -hmm. Should they like sit on the couch? No, move. No. No, they should move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, should they have like fried? Should they go to the fair and have like fried food? No. No. Should they have fresh fruits and vegetables? Yes. Yeah. Lighter foods. In yes. Um, and that you you were saying that they should keep active. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think do the things they don't want to do. I yes. Mean, you know, because, I mean, I've battled with depression most of my life, mm -hmm. and my mom and grandmother did too. And I, you know, especially in the last few years after I lost my mom, you know, everybody always says, well, you should talk to somebody. Well, I didn't have anybody to talk to. You know, my stepdad was going through it himself, and didn't my sister was... Yeah, well, I know, but I, and I did later, but I couldn't at first because I was having to keep everybody else together. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once I did, um, before I did the counselor, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I got to do the things I don't want to do. Yeah, so like you would kind of have this routine almost of like just maybe, I don't know, for me, if I get depressed, it's like, Maybe I'm in bed all the time, eating food that's crappy, you know, and this routine that's, like, not helpful. Is, is, that, is that accurate? So kind of mixing up that routine a little bit of, like, normally I would do this and this and this because I'm craving that, but I have to change it and do something different. I mean, that's how I eventually ended mm. up at yoga mm -hmm. because it was something I'd always wanted to do, but I never would do. And so when I w did finally go to counseling, I mean, he was really excellent, and he challenged me to, you know, do do the things that I had always wanted to do that I wouldn't do. Mm. And so one of those, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and do you think if someone's depressed, should they be sleeping a lot during the day? No. No. Yeah. So all of these things are how you balance kapha. So you get plenty of exercise. And you'd want it to be more rigorous rather than like... No restorative. Yeah, no restorative yoga. You want it to be like invigorating. Love. So bringing in that like air element of like, like jumping jacks might be a good thing. Whereas for Vada, like, oh my gosh, don't do that. Like, um, and then you want to avoid heavy foods because it's just going to sink you down even deeper. And if you've got that earth element in you already, you don't need any more of that. Um, you want to keep active. An interesting thing is you want to avoid dairy. So dairy is going to aggravate kapha. Um, an example for that for me is I, so dairy is mucus producing. Mm -hmm. So I get 
so I had kind of cut it out because I just have, I had post-nasal drip for years and done like over-the-counter stuff, seen a doctor, nothing they did, like did anything for it. And then I was like, oh, when I saw this stuff, I was like, I just need to stop eating dairy. And then I stopped eating dairy and the post-nasal drip went away. So like that mucus went away. My son loves milk, it's like like cow's milk, he loves it. And so I, I hadn't eaten dairy for a long time and then I drank a little bit, I'm like, this is and I drank a ton of it, and then I woke up in the middle of the night with a sinus infection. So that is um, like an example of how dairy will aggravate kapha, because kapha is like mucusy. Um, so if you have a kapha imbalance, just don't do dairy. Um, I see that side eye. <laughs> the thing is, you can replace it with um, I. I rec- what I do, I replace it with goat milk. I don't like goat milk. I like coconut milk, and I like the plant-based milk. Coconut milk would be really good for you as a pitta. I went to, I couldn't do processed milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, milk from the store. Do you have to do raw milk? So we have a milk It's so here. much better for it you. Um, so yeah, I do our milk here and now I can actually enjoy milk. That's again. awesome. Uh, I don't do large amounts, obviously. Um, yeah. And I'm not a big dairy person anymore. I used to eat cheese out the ass and I found that, that cheese just doesn't, white cheese is better for me. The, mm-hmm. the coloring and the cheeses, I think is what bothers me. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. So the white cheeses I can eat without much of an issue. I cannot eat the fake Kraft singles. You know what's interesting? Those Kraft singles don't give me mucus. They're so fake. There's nothing in there. It's just plastic. I know they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're vegan. Yeah, my, it's like Crisco and sugar. You know, (laughs) my, my, my sister that's allergic to dairy, she has Oreos because she can have it. It's just made of plastic, man. I can't do, oh, so do milkshake. I've never done Velveeta. I didn't grow up with Velveeta, and like mom used to growing up for something we made back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a dip or something. Oh, I don't remember, did? but I can't. I, when it calls for that in the recipe, I'm like, we're gonna use Velveeta, or it was yeah. mac and cheese is what it was. You used it for mac and cheese to make mac and cheese back in the day. I never grew up with Velveeta, and we went to my husband's place, and they his parents' house, and they made, like, a queso dip. And I'm like, Jeremy, look at this. It's, like, a block, you know, like, (laughs) plastic, rubbery. I'm like, look at this. And he's like, what? And I'm like, and his mom has a cough imbalance. I'm like, dude, this is not good for you. Like, not good for any human being, I think. But It's not dairy because you don't have to refrigerate it. So gross to me. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I can't do it. So, okay, so, (laughs) cough, you want to vary your routine, like, mix things up. So... Like how your how your therapist was like, try something you've never done before. Basically, like get out of what you've been doing all the time and mix it up. So um, that's interesting you say that. Mom, my mom has a cough imbalance, which we know, mm-hmm. um, and she's been doing the challenge and she's been doing really well at it. Mm-hmm. But she's been trying different classes, mm-hmm. and she's like, do you know, I'm getting so much more out of doing the different style classes than the same gentle class each mm-hmm. time. So she's doing a chair class here, and she's doing a restorative here, or again here. So she's doing all these different things, and mm-hmm. she said it's really making a big difference in how she feels. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I didn't even think about the mixing up. And even if it's just mixing different classes, it's still mixing it up for her. Yeah, totally. Totally different experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because he, he was telling me, because I was feeling very overwhelmed, because I was having to be the, the rock for yeah. everybody and having to do everything. And it's interesting you use the word rock, that way, yeah. grounding. grounding. Anyways, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um so you want to also avoid fatty, oily foods. You want to eat light, dry foods. So like... Um, nuts. 
and uh, popcorn. Mm. Vada, that's not good for me. I will crave, like when we first got married, I would just have a ba- bag of popcorn for dinner and Jeremy's like, that's not dinner. But like, since I had a lot I of Vada, <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm, since I had a lot of Vada, I would crave that, but it's so aggravating I for a Vada. Um, and, um, so Vada's, I mean, Kafas do really well with light, dry food and no daytime naps for Kafas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're lethargic. You don't need a nap. I, I mean, I've gotten really better, hard. but now on the weekend, I always told my ex-husband that naps were one of life's greatest pleasures. <laughs> Ever since I was a child, I've been a napper. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I used to get home from school. Because you, your nap. body doesn't know how to shut down. Yeah. I, that's why when we do guided meditations, I, I'll, I go to sleep almost every time. Because mm. I didn't know how to shut down except to go to sleep. And Interesting. And goes to sleep every meditation we did. Well, you laid down yesterday. And I she did. was like, I'm not going to fall asleep. I just want to close my eyes. Not but five <laughs> seconds later, <laughs> she is snoring. And I'm like, what yeah. We'll, we'll turn off the TV, sleeping. he'll lay down, I'll turn off the light, and something will pop in my head, and I'll be like, hey, Matt, such and such. That's Jeremy. He's Matt, asleep the second. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could do that. I, I know. Mean, I 30 minutes to an hour. I have a dream catcher. I have, I mean, I, I do so many things to try to get myself to wind down mm-hmm. to go to sleep. I'll, I won't even climb in the bed until I'm ready to go to sleep because I, I know that I'll just mm-hmm. lay there and get pissed off. So this tea, I know you don't like it, so... You know, do it. Well, no, do what I you need to. This one is really good. It's very grounding. Okay. So it's. Um, I definitely recommend when you're trying to fall asleep. This tea is really good for it. If I don't smell it, I'm fine. Just drink it. Just drink it. So and I have to do that with some things. I have to drink and eat some things without smelling them, or else I can't get them down. Do you notice what I reclined into? Mm-hmm. I am very tired now. Yes. Like yeah. So how did you feel when you were drinking this tea? Relax. Yeah. So you're like, oh my gosh. So, nice. so if you were. If you were to either run a marathon after drinking this tea or take a nap, which one would you do? I'll take a nap. Take a nap, right? One light blanket. One So, so this. Yeah, yeah. So this, um, this tea is really good for falling asleep. So another thing to keep in mind is that doshas have different times of the year and times of the day. I gave them that. You did. I did okay. give them that breakdown. Okay. Um, so you've seen something that looks kind of like this. Yeah, well, I just wrote it out. Yeah, that's yes, fine. I wrote okay. the, six, so, the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. and then the... So if you ever fall asleep, like if you had a crazy day and it's 10 p.m. and you're still awake, I recommend drinking this tea to bring that grounding quality in because you're going to get your second wind at 10 p.m. So have you ever found that if you... Yeah, what time do you guys usually go to bed? 9.30. 9.30. I, I, well, here lately it's been... Yeah, nine, nine thirty. Mm-hmm. I got sleepy around ten last night, and there were still people in my house. And so, like ten or eleven thirty, I was like, "All right, well, I'm awake now." You mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah. So, and that's a good way to kind of schedule your day as well, because looking at those times that she gave you of like, if I have to get something done, you want to do it during pitta time. Yeah, ten and two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, did she also talk about that you should have your biggest meal be lunch? I did not talk about Okay, so Pitta's biggest from um, from 10 to 2, both p.m. and a.m. So because um, you have that fire quality, quality that digestion. your digestion, um, in, in Ayurveda it's called your Agni, which translates to fire. 
you think of it like a, a fire that you're kindling. So you don't want to have steak for breakfast and oatmeal at lunch or dinner. That doesn't even like make any sense, right? You would want to have your biggest meal at lunch because your fire has been able to kindle all day. Which is what we try to do, but it doesn't happen on days like yeah. this. Well, so tiny meals at lunch and then the big meal at dinner. And then it felt so heavy. And you tell me that you poop every morning and I'm so jealous about it. I get I up before I even get in the shower. I sit that's, down and poop. That's, and that's when you know your digestion's good because Ayur Ayurvedically you should wake up, pee, and poop. You should poop in the morning. So if you're not pooping in the morning, you can make some, starting to adjust some of these things that we've been talking about will help with your digestion. You should poop three times a day. Pretty much after you, so every time you eat, you should eliminate what to I'm at twice space. now. I was so, at once. So you want to wake up around between 6 and 7, and then you want to eat breakfast around 7 o'clock. And the first thing you want to do for your digestion is you want to drink a warm glass of water to start kindling it. And you want to have something kind of easy to digest in the morning, like oatmeal is really good, because you think about like a kindle, like a, a little fire. If you throw a log on it, boom, it's done. Like, That's why my shake works so good. Yeah. It's already broken down. I'm just... Yeah, so you want to kindle that fire in the morning, and then at lunchtime, your, your agony or your digestive fire is at its highest and pit is also at its highest. So you want to just, you could just switch your lunch and your dinner. You could eat the same food. So after I had my son, I had a lot of problems with, um, um, absorbing my food and you can look at your tongue and it's like a little MRI machine. Mm -hmm. It's like an ancient MRI machine and mine were scalloped on the edges of my tongue. And that means that, um, that means I wasn't absorbing stuff and you can, there's um, stuff in this book about, you can even look at which organs are having issues because of the patterns. You can tell a bunch of stuff with your tongue. So the if you get... The color of it, the texture of it. Mm -hmm. So this book will give you information on that if you ever get that book. So um, I, all I did was I just switched my lunch and my dinner. And because um, I wasn't, because I wasn't absorbing the food, I was um, con more constipated and I was losing weight. But then I just switched the two and I could digest it a lot easier. Yeah, that's something I need you to understand. There are some people that cannot put on weight. Yeah. And when they get teased about being small, it's not cool. And then, mm -hmm. oh, I wish I could do that. No, you don't. Mm -mm. I have friends that have had issues being able to put on weight. And it's a very scary thing because mm -hmm. you try everything you can. But unless you know something like this to know that exactly what you're doing is